You're listening to another episode of the Just Go Bike Podcast. That's AKA Murph. And that's AP. And this is the podcast where we talk about cycling just for the fun of it. With tales from all over the nation, come for the bikes, stay for the fun, and leave with a smile. Well, hey there, AP. Hey, Murph. Today is a big, big day. That's right. We are just one day away from learning the route for Rag by 50. Oh my gosh. I, uh, it's so exciting. Every year it's so exciting to learn the route, but this year just feels different because it's Rag by 50. So you only turn 50 once. So, you know, it's a big deal. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Um, should we maybe do a quick rundown of what's happening this weekend in case people listening, um, maybe haven't heard all the the cool things? Yeah, absolutely. And I know we don't usually record podcasts where we talk about the specific day and weekend, but this is a special enough occasion, I think, that we should uh, pretend like the listeners are listening on the day that it comes out. Uh, I hope you are. And if not, well, just skip forward for 15 seconds. <laughs> so <laughs> we, or, or just listen in and know that this is what you missed out on the weekend yeah. of January 28th. <laughs> yeah, going to be so much fun okay so today on friday we're going to have a party at the ragbury office yeah and this that afternoon our, that's right our brand new office well it's new to us office at 501 scott avenue at des moines and this evening from seven to nine we're going to have a party for the ragbury newbies Ooh. and it is for the newbies but everyone is welcome to join because we need people there to give the newbies advice yeah so everyone is welcome and I'm so excited to see these writers who have never done Ragbri before. Right. And of all the first Ragbris to have, 50. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be such so much fun just to kind of get to see everybody that we've been talking to online in person and just get excited for the weekend to come. I agree. Okay. So if we make it through tonight, uh, celebrating <laughs> yeah. tomorrow mm -hmm. is a huge day. It's a huge day. And we're kicking off the day in the morning with a Zwift ride, which is an online biking program, I guess you would call it. How would you describe it? Yeah, it's kind of, it's actually a, a interactive game is what you'd almost uh, call it. Like when you do Zwift biking, you're on your physical bike, but you're looking at a computer screen and you are an avatar on the computer screen. Yeah, so you can yeah. bike um, alone or with random strangers or this specific ride is pretty darn cool. Yeah. So it's hosted by our very own ride director, Matt Fippen, mm -hmm. and the Rag Ride Newbies in coordination. So it's going to be really fun. And some people are going to be live at the actual expo space for um, where the Iowa Bike Expo is going to be held. In. But most everyone is going to be virtual just because it's kind of difficult to haul your stuff around. But either case, yeah. it's going to be at 9 a.m. Central. And if you want a, more information about it, you can go to, on the RAGBRAI page, we have it set up as an event. So you can look for that event through our Facebook RAGBRAI page. Or if you're on Zwift already, our group name is RAGBRAI Iowa and the RAGBRAI and the Iowa share an I. So it's RAGBRAI Iowa. Okay, cool. If you want to look it up. And yeah. it's, for those of you who've never Zwifted before, it's pretty fun. And I believe um, Zwift is a membership-based uh, app so I, it's like 15 bucks a month but you can if you've never Zwifted before I'm pretty sure they still offer a seven-day free trial 
So you oh, yeah. could you could sign up for Zwift just for this ride. And if it's something that you're not going to do in the future, just make sure that you end your subscription before it turns into a monthly fee. Yeah, this is not an ad. We just we're excited about the ride. Right. <laughs> Okay, so I am definitely going to be doing the Zwift ride. Um, I am bringing my bike and my trainer, and um, I'm going to try really hard to actually be at the expo, but if not, I'll be in my hotel room Zwifting. (laughs) That's awesome. And during that time, I will be setting up for the Iowa Bike Expo, Yay! (laughs) which is the next thing on our to-do list, which if you don't know about the Iowa Bike Expo, it's one of the U.S.'s largest cycling expos. It's going to have events it's going to have bike shops it's going to have bike uh, demo area bike demos yep it's going to have all sorts of different vendors and it's really the kickoff to the cycling season in iowa for the year yes and it's from 10 a.m to 4 p.m totally free to attend so get your booty to des moines and get to the bike expo yeah it's going to be a good time the iowa bike expo is hosted by the iowa bicycle coalition and mr mark wyatt yes cool yeah, it's always a really cool event. So okay. then right after that, yep. we get our party pants on. Party pants. Okay. Yeah, because it's time for the Rag Bright route announcement party. <laughs> well, you do have a, a short break because the expo's yes. over at 4. And then when does the actual Rag Bright route announcement party start? At 6 p.m. But don't if you're going to attend in person, don't get a lot of to eat because there are going to be some heavy appetizers. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So, and then we'll have free beer until the food runs out. But I'll tell you, we ordered extra cakes this year. So I hope there'll be plenty of beer. Mm. Um, and just the party, the band for this year is the Pork Tornadoes. Nice. And we have rejiggered the program. So there's more music and less talking. Okay. So that's it's going to be super cool. That is so awesome. And I'm assuming um, the tasty beverages will be coming from Big Grove? That's right. Big Grove Beer. Yes. They'll have Tailwind. They're going to have their Easy Eddie, which is really popular. And then I think they're going to have one that they just introduced recently, and I can't remember what it's called, so you'll have to stay tuned Okay. to right. see what that is. But they'll have all sorts of different options of beer and liquor and, I mean, diet, soft drinks, anything you want to drink. So Okay. And then I think yeah. we've already touched on this in several episodes, but I continue to see um, social media questions about whether or not the event is live streamed. So mm. should we answer it one more time? Yeah. Okay. And I'll try to be short just because it's really not that complicated. We rejig, like I said, we rejiggered the program of the route announcement. So having a live stream in the way it was before would be honestly boring to watch on a computer. And also in the past, we got a lot of feedback that you couldn't hear the speakers because it's so loud in mm-hmm. the room. They're mm-hmm. just a lot of excited people there. So, what we're going to do is we're going to do a modified live stream beginning at 8.30 p.m. Okay. And you can find it by going to our Facebook page. It'll be streaming from uh, facebook.com slash ragbri. Cool. And it will be hosted by Morphology. It's me. So you get to hear my voice again if you are uh, not at the event. Actually, if you're at the event, you'll also get to hear my voice. Yeah. Because <laughs> me right. and AP will be all over that place. That's right. Yep. So... It's going to be really cool. So tune into our Facebook page if you can attend at 8.30 p.m. And then we'll party the night away. And then just with the knowledge of the new route. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And uh, we've got six months to wait. No, or is it seven? We have, say, six months because it's the end of January. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. And if you haven't already started training, 
after the route announcement, you got to start training. That's, That's for sure. Law. Yep. And, you so. know, you alluded to this at, uh, when we first started talking, but I truly wonder how many people will be riding Ragbri 50 and it will be their first Ragbri. Do you, like... It, that that in itself will be mind-boggling if someone's all like, it's my first rag bride. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how many, what percentage it is, but it's quite a few people again this year. And yeah. I'm just so excited for them. Um, I remember my first rag bride and my grandpa dropped my mom and I off on the road. And I was just surprised at how many people there were and like how exciting it was. And I remember just the uh, thrill of getting on my bike among thousands of other people. Yeah. I remember my first rag bri as well. It was like the late nineties and I got to give a shout out to team stiff. That was the team mm-hmm. I was part of. They had this old school bus, which by the way, they still have that same school bus Oh, <laughs> and they are still a team, which yeah. is crazy in itself. But That's th- awesome. I do remember it was super, super hot that year. You know, we're sleeping in a tent. It was, um, I would, I, I probably shouldn't say this, but there were times when it was absolutely miserable. Um, yeah. But of course, I went back to do it again and again and again, and you know, I'm getting yeah. towards thirty ragbries coming up. So wow, I, it's it was I don't know, it was one of the best experiences ever, and I'm yeah. just so pumped to learn about ragbri fifty. Yeah. So. Um... Speaking of your first rag bra and my first rag bra, that's a great segue into today's episode. Ah, oh, agreed. And guess what? Kyle Munson is back. Yay! Our favorite, or one of our favorites. Sorry, everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we love hearing from Kyle. He's such an incredible interviewer, and his subject is really cool. Yes. So uh, get ready for a fabulous, fabulous interview with Steve Gall. Oh, cool. Who is that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Steve Gall did his first rag bri back in a year you may be familiar with, 1973. <gasps> the first rag bri! Yes, he did the very first rag bri. He was, I think he was 18 years old at the time. Wow. Um, so he is ready to talk about what the first rag bri was like, where they went, how it worked, what they ate, you know, yeah. seeing... And seeing Karrison Call and seeing Clarence Pickard, all of like the famous people from Ragbri One, um, they had Kyle and Steve had like a, a scrapbook in front of them, so they mm. were kind of flipping through pictures and telling stories. So this is a really, really good episode, and I think it's a great way to get fired up for those who are getting fired up for Ragbri Fifty. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait to hear the stories they have to tell. All right, here's Kyle. Well, hello, dear listeners. This is Kyle Munson, and uh, I am coming to you from the town of Slater. Actually, this town was my home for uh, 17 years. I'm back in Des Moines right now. But I'm sitting with one of my former friends and neighbors here in Slater, Steve Gall. And um, I'm talking to Steve because I've been meaning to do this for years, to sit down and talk to him about the first... Ragbri, the first Register's annual great bicycle ride across Iowa in 1973, when it wasn't even called Ragbri, it was just the six-day uh, great bike ride, or the six-day, the great six-day bike ride, right, yeah, Steve? Yeah, that's it, yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, um, well, first of all, mm-hmm. thanks for sitting down with me and doing this. I oh, no problem, it. I appreciate it, too, so. 
Um, this is such a bicycle town. We're sitting not too far from the High Trestle Trail. Right. And back in 1973, that first RAGBRAI organized by Don Call and John Karras came through Slater even. Mm -hmm. So all the more reason to be sitting here where you live. But I'm holding in my hand a printout from the Des Moines Register September 9th, 1973. And it's, and it's headlined, List Bikers Who Completed Ride. And it says at least 120 persons completed the Register's Great Six-Day Bike Ride August 26th through 31st from Sioux City to Davenport. So uh, these days, the, this annual bicycle ride is held in July. But this was mm -hmm. later on the calendar back then. And you are among these names. Yes, <laughs> I am. So let me let me go down this list here. Okay. It's, uh, let's see. I've got. I mean, there's uh, there's Bill Wurzberger. There's Ross Hartline. I see David Welter, uh, David Lynn. Uh, let's see here. Oh, there we go. Stephen Gall, fourteen oh four Fairview Spencer. Yes. <laughs> so it gives your address. Yes, it did. <laughs> So, uh, well, let's start, let's start from the start. Take us back to, how old are you now, Steve? Okay, I'm 68. <laughs> You're 68 years old. So in 1973, what were you doing in the summer of 1973? Well, I was working um, for Allied Van Lines mm -hmm. uh, during the week. And then on the weekends, I would work up at Manhattan Beach Resort in Lake Okoboji. Okay, so you're kind of enjoying the lake life in the summer right. and everything. Yeah. Right, yeah. And one of the first things I realized was that driving up to from Spencer uh, to um, Manhattan Beach was pretty uh, expensive for gas, for me anyway. <laughs> and uh, so I ended up, I bought a bicycle. Oh, wow. What kind of bike did you buy? It was a, it's a very lightweight touring bike, a brand name Filet. I don't even know if they're still around or not. Wow. And um, I worked, I would ride that the 22 miles from my house to Manhattan Beach. That's quite, that, that's a good bike Every commute. weekend, yeah. <laughs> so it, it turned out that was my training for the uh, bike ride. <laughs> and how did you hear about this bike ride that these, so I, I think everybody, nearly everybody who's listening to this is probably aware that these two newspaper journalists, columnists, mm -hmm. um, uh, they were huge bicycle enthusiasts, and they had gotten into their heads, hey, let's get our bosses to pay for us to kind of explore our hobby, and we'll, if we have to, yeah, we'll invite the readers along, and we'll make a big mm -hmm. circus of it. So that's how you heard about it, was probably right. reading the register? Exactly. <laughs> Sometime in July, I think it was. And um, so I made plans. I got uh, people lined up where I could stay. Like my grandmother was the first night. Uh, some friends were in Des Moines. And a few other places, I just... Uh, camped. Yeah, yeah. So that's something else. You know, the, uh, of course, this is a podcast conversation. Mm -hmm. Steve has this wonderful scrapbook. And you mentioned that first night. So your grandmother, I think, lived in Storm Lake, which was right. the first. That was, so it went from Sioux City to Storm Lake. Right. Um, and so I will uh, we'll put some photos online and everything. But there's this uh, newspaper clippings, of course, mm -hmm. as well as like the original maps they handed out to bicyclists because this was nobody had an iPhone in 1973. Oh no! And so <laughs> and so uh, they gave you maps, and then I love it. You have these 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 classic color pictures of here's you and your bike. Right. <laughs> like, uh, it's like a is this a polka dot helmet? No, no, it's, it's a, a cap. it's a 
like a railroad cap. Oh, a railroad cap. Okay. With red polka dots. I wanted something bright so I could be seen by other people. That's great. And you've touring. got this, yeah, this classic touring bike, as you said, mm -hmm. with the drop handlebars. Right. And uh, shoulder length hair, I think. Oh, like yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had long hair back then. And so. it looks like you have some packs on the back of it, too. Yes. You couldn't, uh, they didn't have any way to haul your own gear. So if you wanted it, you had to carry it with you. <laughs> <laughs> and at the time, I was thinking about going uh, bicycle touring uh, the following summer before mm -hmm. I started college. And um, so I had a, a panner bags on the back, along with a sleeping bag and a small tent. <laughs> and then a little uh, bag that went in between the front of the handlebars. Wow. So you were so. well prepared. So. Yeah, as it, and I, as I was saying, I was reading your name on this list of mm -hmm. bikers who's, who completed it, you know, 120 or so. Much different from now we're approaching the 50th anniversary rag by this summer when they say, I don't know, we could have 50,000 or more bicyclists on the road. <laughs> much, <laughs> yes. Much different picture. Um, but what was it? So you heard about this. You had started to get into bicycling. You were commuting to you know mm -hmm. the lake at, on the weekends. So what was it like when this rag, this first ragbri throng gathered in Sioux City? What did that feel like? What do you remember from that, just getting into the event and, and going there and trying to figure out what's this all about? Well, first of all, I was kind of excited about the adventure of it, you know, being uh, 18 at the time, <laughs> kind of first really big trip away from home on my own and stuff. Um, and then I saw that there were, oh, I'm not going to be one of the only people doing this. There was probably <laughs> be about 200 or so seemed to get around there. Yeah. And, um, so I was kind of excited then and I noticed there was people of all ages, you know, from, um, I think, uh, there were some 12 or 13 year olds on up to, Wow. Clarence Pickard. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I well, think, yeah. yeah, Clarence Pickard, the legendary, uh, he's the, the yellowed photographs are in your scrapbook mm -hmm. here too. Yeah. He was the, I forget how old he was at the time. Uh, 83. 83. Oh, thank you. 83. Yeah. And he wore the pith helmet and it was almost mm -hmm. looked like he was on safari or something. Right. right? Yeah. <laughs> he had a theory about, uh, riding when it was so hot cause it was in the nineties most every day. And, um, the pith helmet helped kept his head cool. Mm -hmm. uh, he wore a long sleeved uh, shirt and a long long pants. Yeah. And then uh, one time he got his pants caught in the uh, chain, like <laughs> most everybody does. And then somebody figured out how to tie it for him and stuff, so he wouldn't get uh, caught up in it. Wow. Wow. So. I, I mean, did you did you ride with some of the same people? Did you get to know people and ride with some of the same people every day, or how did that work in terms of just getting to know these other rag bride? Oh, um, turns out I knew a couple of people, uh, from Spencer who was, or were just going to bicycle from Sioux city to Ames because they were, classes were going to start in Ames soon mm -hmm. for, for Iowa state. And so the couple, uh, former classmates were there and they were, oh, that's great. so I rode with them a couple of times and a few other times there was one, uh, girl who they had handed out, um, bicycle flag somewhere along the way it mm -hmm. was like the second or third day or something like that and her flag got caught in her spokes <laughs> and she was about the same age as me so i th i'd stopped and helped her <laughs> yeah again yeah. just such a different time so yeah i mean i've uh let's see i've ridden every rag bride since 2011 and you know i was mm -hmm. i spent 24 years at the register and i also covered the ride back right. then 
I, well, I actually also covered it by a car in the 2000s. But so I I know the modern ragbri. But mm-hmm. we're talking this ragbri that you you were there for the birth. Like, mm-hmm. see, nobody was wearing helmets, probably. Right. The only <laughs> kind of helmets they had were those leather strapped ones that they wore on the Tour de France and stuff. Yeah. And I think Karis uh, had a, and Karis and Call both had those. Yeah. And otherwise, uh, you know, I didn't even know where to get one <laughs> at the time. <laughs> you had your railroad cap, and then yeah. Was, uh, and then I, there's some other great photos in here, like a view at a campgrounds, which is a very sparse campgrounds compared to how we think of a ragbri campground today so mm-hmm. you i mean you were you were like you say you weren't in hotels or anything you were just camping as you went yeah did you feel did you feel um like you were you were a young man was it easy mm-hmm. to do this ride oh yeah for yeah. me because like i said i had trained quite a bit mm-hmm. for the riding up to um manhattan beach and back on mm-hmm. the weekends and that got me in good shape for doing that that's good and and, and then what how did like uh how did the food work what did you eat was that easy were you well, were you given you know, food or oh uh, most of the time we had to buy our own food mm-hmm. um i think in one of the towns some of the churches uh had food one of the first times oh, okay so that that that, that yeah. tradition started from the first year of all I these churches so, yeah. making meals and yeah everything. yeah so and um there was one group I think uh, were handing were handing out water and drinks, and they thought, oh, they're going to be maybe about uh, hundred people. Well, that turned out to be one that um, almost four hundred people, the one <laughs> between Ames and Des Moines, <laughs> and they ran out of water and lemonade and oh. pop and everything very quickly. <laughs> From so, the very start, yeah, the yeah. crowds can surprise on right, mm-hmm. right. So. Did you uh, get the chance to bike alongside, call and Karis and talk to them, or what was that like? Yes, I did, actually. In fact, I mentioned in one of the uh, Karis's articles. Oh, that's great. I just happened, uh, there was, um, our outside Fort Dodge, there was, uh, used to be Boys Town. I don't know if it's still there or not. Mm-hmm. But it, they had a set up a little tent where you could stop and rest underneath the, in the shade because mm-hmm. it was still, you know, upper 90s at that time. And um, I was sitting there drinking and in road Karis, and he came right over and started talking to me. And I told him what I was doing and <laughs> so who I was, and I ended up in the paper the next day. <laughs> Always be careful talking to a journalist. Yes. That's awesome. So. The, uh, so any other... Like other highlights that come to mind? Are there things that you've always remembered through the years? I don't know, maybe a, a goofy roadside scene or blowing a tire on a particular stretch <laughs> or I don't know, just anything. Oh, yeah. From... <laughs> I've got a couple of those actually. <laughs> but yeah, the um, probably the first thing would be um, uh, meeting up with some of my friends uh, from high school. And we, they camped out at Dolliver State Park. So we went through Fort Dodge, and we knew that was on the route for the next day. Mm-hmm. And so we camped out there. And then the six of us got together and started bicycling. We didn't take the same route as everybody else. We were one, some of the, uh, how do you want to say, daredevils? You were- <laughs> we went on Highway 30. <laughs> oh, my God. You were- you, we came down at uh, 17 and ended up on Highway 30 near where Jordan is now, okay. or used to be. <laughs> and um, we, it was fun because we were all drafting each other. We kind of got ourselves into a draft line 
which I think is now illegal. Greg <laughs> Bright. How was the traffic? Was the car traffic okay? Tri traffic was okay. There was wide enough shoulders, so we stayed on the shoulders pretty well. But some got a little close to us. <laughs> but we made it into um, from Fort Dodge to Ames, drafting each other that way in about uh, probably a little over four hours. Good job. Good job. So that was a. We kept going. We went fast. <laughs> you know. I, we said earlier you you were talking about you know they handed out maps every day nobody had mm-hmm. smartphones uh again the modern ragbri is so different you have such uh, there's enough bike traffic that you almost can't lose your way if you want to stay on the route because right. you're always following somebody in front of you they have iowa state patrol station they have mm-hmm. signs and but i imagine it was just you guys in the map and you had to kind of find your way sometimes oh yeah right yeah <laughs> like which way do we turn now yeah which way that's yeah <laughs> So. Did you ever, so you, it, sometimes you were intentionally going off a route to take a shortcut or, or whatever, mm-hmm. take a different, yeah. but then did you ever unintentionally kind of get lost or take a wrong turn? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. I was able to keep up and keep on track with most of the other people. But um, there's a story about Clarence Pickard. I don't know if you heard that one or not. Oh, tell it. I don't know. Okay. Um, this is on the 100-mile leg between uh, Des Moines and uh, Williamsburg. Okay. Um, he started, uh, Clarence decided he was going to start out early. So he started out like at six, everybody else was going to start about seven. <laughs> and somehow he missed the turn where you go south. He says, well, I got to keep going east. <laughs> and so he turned, he ended up being on interstate 80. Or, yeah, 80, 35, no, 80, 80, that's 80, right. yeah, 80 that's right. yeah. Uh, going east, yeah, going east. And, um, the rest of us turned south and, uh, near, uh, Prairie city and, Took the next, the whatever the county roads there, mm-hmm. to, into Williamsburg. But <laughs> so he he took the uh, the yeah the, the mm-hmm. fast lane. Right. Um, so what did you start at seven a.m. every day, or did that change? Did you ride in no. the dark, or how did that work? Well, they originally I think wanted to have it start at eight o'clock every day. Okay, that's pretty late by modern yeah. rag standards. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so and. Um, so they were going to start in mass every because they, you know, there was probably about two hundred to five hundred people at one time wow. <laughs> starting out. But Man. compared to now, so <laughs> so, um, so you are among this, you know, this elite group of uh, one hundred and twenty or so people who finished the very first ragbri. Did you? Good. Did you stay in touch with any of these others people from the first year, or um, ever see them later on in life? No, I saw my couple of my classmates afterwards, um, but no, I didn't really keep in touch with many of them. And then so, did you? Because ride... I moved to Arizona shortly. After, oh yeah, so. you so you left the state. And then did yeah. you end up riding uh, another ragbri after this? Actually, yeah, two more. Once in '93. Uh, okay. And then again, oh, what? First in '91, and then again in '93. And that must have been a a real uh, trip for you to like just to see how much it had evolved at yeah. that time. I mean, what did that feel like stepping back into it in '91? <laughs> crowded. <laughs> yeah. The main I word, the main feeling was crowded. I mean, I I uh, had, was going with some friends uh, from Des Moines and other that, and we trained together, get ready for it, um, and. I just remembered, geez, I can't believe this many people on Ragbri. <laughs> and, you know, so you're always looking out for people. You're, 
you'd pass people, you'd say on your left or on your right, depending how you're passing them and stuff. So you'd keep track of people. There was a few people would, uh, you know, tangle up on bicycles. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't have that problem, but I, and one time I parked my bike and went in and got some drinks, came back out. My bike was in the bottom of a pile of oh. other bikes that <laughs> <laughs> had fallen over and stuff. But that's the only problem I ever really had. But Yeah, much different scene than like mm-hmm. being the only few people in a campground in 1973. Right. Uh, I'm so. just I'm just paging through this wonderful scrapbook again here, and uh, I mean it, you see it says uh, like for instance on Tuesday's trip we'll begin at the Starlight Motel, Iowa Highway Seven and U.S. Highway One Sixty Nine. It's just mm-hmm. amazing how this all played out and yeah. kind of they had to build it up. And so I love this crinkled map that they handed out. Yeah. Uh, well, I ended up being the crinkler, but <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm just I mean I'm amazed it survived the ride. I don't yeah. know if it would survive being mm-hmm. on my bike today uh um now that was so. the uh yeah i mean and then this group photo of Harris and call in the foreground mm-hmm. and the, the whole uh part of the throng behind there yeah uh I, oh here we go three bikers take a break in monday's heat and splash in deer creek near pioneer along the 60 mile route so i mean did you stop and like dive into farm ponds and stuff like that um or? not into farm ponds yeah. i mean i did uh uh, wallow in uh, the creek that goes through uh, Dolliver State Park. Oh, yeah, to cool bit. off. Yeah. yeah, that sounds fun. So that way I didn't have to take a shower. <laughs> yeah. So and oh, so again, so much was different back then. This was a six-day ride, and now today's Ragbri takes seven days to go mm-hmm. across the state. So what was it like for you to end that ride in 1973? Was that because now we have these all these traditions like you dip your tire. Right. You know, in the Missouri mm-hmm. River before you start, and then you mm-hmm. dip your tire in the Mississippi River when you end. Yeah. Was there a tire dip, or how? what was the big finish like? Uh, the big finish was we all uh, formed up at the town just before Davenport mm-hmm. and had a police escort all the way in to ah. the main park there. And, and, and then, then, then what was that? Was it just uh, you ended somewhere downtown and not the river, or what was that? Yeah, like? we didn't. Okay. Yeah, there was at the time they didn't uh, dip their tires, but in the last two I did, we did dip our tires. Yeah. So, yeah, that's become a real. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's uh, so many people love to end now at the tire dip, and you have the mm-hmm. photos of people holding their bikes over their yeah. head, and and the teams mm-hmm. all lined up in the water, and so it's a lot of fun. Well, I mean it's it's amazing. So again approaching the 50th ragbri and it's it's sort of weird uh, the 50th anniversary and the 50th numerical 50th ride uh, they converge because we had that gap in the pandemic right otherwise it yeah. would have been the 50th ride technically mm-hmm. last year but so it's kind of fun now it's all now in 2023 yeah um i don't know what do you what do you think about the significance of this thing surviving for 50 years? How do you, if you explain Ragbri to somebody who's never heard about it before and you try to uh, tell them what the significance is or like what it means to mm-hmm. the state, what do you say? I say it's a good way to look at the state and see what it's like. Meet a lot of the people along the way. There was a, people were always friendly and helpful, especially in the first one. You, and some people were saying, you're crazy for doing this. <laughs> but yeah, now I think it helped uh, the bicycle, the bicycling movement along yeah. quite a bit because once they had an organized ride, then more people were willing to try it out. Otherwise, before you'd be on your own, just by, you know, I'm going to bike up over to here, I'm going to bike 
to the grocery store, and that might be the end of it. But now you're bicycling all the way across the state. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, another good thing that just uh, to keep in mind is that, again, you were... In 1973, it's not like you mm-hmm. were texting with people along the way. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so you wrap, you actually, you make it across, mm-hmm. and I imagine then you get home, and then you had to tell the story of this to your family and friends, right? They had all yeah. these questions for you. Like, did, were you calling people along the way yeah. or, like, keeping in touch? Or Well, um, if you look at my scrapbook on, with the pictures, there's um, a card there okay. uh, near the very front. Oh, okay. Let me find uh, them coming through this. Yeah, flip it. Flip it here. I'm flipping through the... Yeah, right. One more. One there. More. Flip this down. And you see I have a card which I um, had uh, names of the people I was supposed to contact along the way. Oh, okay. Like Stan Hamill and some other people Okay. that I was going to call and says, oh, you know, can you pick me up and... Uh, Give me a place to sleep that night. It was all it was all arranged, and so I had all the numbers. So they were able to report back to your family, like, yeah. "Oh yeah, yeah, Steve got here last <laughs> night. He's okay. He's a little road weary, but he'll yeah. be fine." <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. So, and then what did people think when you told them the story of that adventure? I mean, what was the uh, I don't know what reaction just from friends okay. and family? Um, mostly from my friends is. Oh, I want to go. I want to go. <laughs> and my brother was going, thinking about going too, but he had a broken arm at the time, so he couldn't go. But he's gone quite a few other ones with him and his wife, and so that's. So uh, the only other question, two more questions actually. One, oh, sure. one would be, uh, so we have this wonderful picture, and again, we'll put these on some of these online, but mm-hmm. of you and your first bicycle. Do you have that bike still? No, I don't. Okay. It's that. Uh, Broke down my training for the for, uh, for this my second reg bry, and that's when I bought a new bicycle. Okay. So. And uh, did you have any homemade pie on that first reg bry? And you said that you know the the church yeah. dinner stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Do you remember having any uh, any pie along the way? Not that I remember. I kind of okay. wish I did because on the other two reg brys, I definitely hit pie quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, uh, my wife kids me that. I'm one of, probably one of the few people that actually gained weight on Ragbrai. Oh, I think that's most people on Ragbrai. <laughs> that tends to be yeah. the default uh, yeah. condition. So what is your favorite kind of pie? That's something we always end these interviews with. Oh, dear. Um, if you had to pick, forced. Clarence Pickard okay. was forcing you to pick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd probably say blueberry. Yeah. That's always been my favorite. But Perfect for a summer yeah. bike ride, too. Mm-hmm. So. Well, Steve, uh, thanks so much for sitting down to, to finally talk about this, uh, you know, for a podcast yeah. interview. And, no and, problem. Um, congrats. I mean, it, it's you're a part of Iowa history to be a part of these 120 mm-hmm. or so people to have finished the yeah. very first rag Yeah. So, thanks so. again. Thank you. Well, listeners, that is it for this week. We both want to thank you for tuning in to listen to the Just Go Bike podcast. And if you'd like to contact us with a comment about the podcast, or maybe you have a topic in mind, you can reach us at justgobikepodcast at gmail.com, or you can also follow us on social media at Just Go Bike on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, especially if you're a fan. And if you have any extra time, pop on over to the Morphology Podcast for more bike adventure interviews.
All right, that's a wrap. We'll be back next week. Until then, just go bike!